I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. <laughs> Capitalism resolved. It has solved no problems. It has looted the world. Truth is, with 100 million Americans daily on TikTok on an average of 90 minutes a day, it has left us with all this poverty. It has created lifestyles and models of consumerism that are incompatible with reality. I imagine most of you would like your networks to get 90 minutes a day from 100 million Americans. We've got to make sure that we take care of that national security uh, base concern. Of the world's 85 richest people is equal to the three and a half billion poorest people. It's fantastic. And this is a great thing because it inspires everybody, gets the motivation to look up to the 1% and say, I want to become one of those people. I'm going to fight hard to get up to the top. This is fantastic news. And of course, I applaud it. Now watch this drive. We didn't have a cold open prepared. No, I put cold open as that story, but oh. I don't know how. Frankly, I don't think those work that well, like to actually plan the cold open. Right. It's usually so what's it's, on your uh, mind? Uh, Mr. Beast exploiting children to arrange. Yeah, well, we talked about Mr. Beast. We talked about Mr. Beast. All right, here, here's here's where we'll fade in. <laughs> we talked last time about Mr. Beast or a couple times ago about Mr. Beast and kind of the weird vibes that we got. But this really confirms it. He's a he's a little demon. He's a little demon guy. There's a tweet from Mr. Beast. that said, I need your help. Next time you see Feastables, which, nice, in Walmart and soon-to-be new retailers, if you could clean up the presentation and make it look better, that'd make me very happy with, like, the little, what would you call that emoji? Kind of like a begging Like a puppy emoji. dog eyes. Yeah, puppy dog eyes, begging. Yeah. I'm building a team to do this routinely. Just need help in the short term. Art. And for those listening, Feastables are a Mr. Beast candy bar. And pictured underneath that text is a... On the left, one image, many feastables that are just sort of haphazardly strewn about the shelf, which is, can't have that. And on the right, there is what it should look like, all very nicely presented, very tidy. So are you guys going to be yeah. volunteering to join the Mr. Beast aisle cleaning army? Yeah, for sure. But this is totally a digression, but I just inspected the emoji element just to see exactly how it was defined. Yeah. And the alt... Bleeding face. The alt tag, the alt parameter, rather, for the image is just the emoji itself oh that doesn't like, seem very helpful that's like how is that accessible how, how does that work come on twitter yeah but if you hover over it it says pleading face it does it okay I, I, yeah the alt I, does I, say the alt is just the well yeah this is weird okay so it's an, really what the emoji it, i don't see it when i hover over no 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 there, there's a title attribute on the image that says pleading yeah. face but the alt is oh, just yeah okay. the emoji the alt is the yeah the, the actual it's weird that this itself, is an image yeah. and not a unicode character is it just because it's like a custom Twitter emoji? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. So why would the title be and not the alt? Like, that? those are reversed in my eyes as far as the semantics of using the alt, which should be a describer, and then the title should be the emoji. Well, I thought the, the, alt, the alt is supposed to be a fallback in case the image doesn't load. I thought that was a title. No, no. You can, no, that's oh, the alt. Oh, no, that's the alt, yeah. No, but the yeah. alt is also yeah, what the, the screen alt, readers alt use. Yeah, the alt is what the screen readers use, which is why I was thinking a more descriptive, like a just a copy you know text because yeah. well, they're using it's an svg unless, file unless screenly un, unless screen readers now use title and they fall back to that wouldn't make why would they do that the the why wouldn't they why would because why would you change a standard that's been around for like no reason what is why do the standards title change? attribute commonly used for with images 
Because I know ARIA label is usually how you would denote the action that a, an icon button would take, and you wouldn't even bother, mm -hmm. with, bother with the alt because all that matters is the functionality, not what the icon is. Uh, oh, okay. So I figured. So what I was looking at was actually the putting person. This confirms Mr. Beast being demonic. So at Juniper, and if you hover over pleading face there, it wasn't working until I clicked on it, and then the actual Mr. Beast was now pleading face. Oh, because you title were, you is were in so the, the title attribute uh, is exclusively used by browsers to display a tooltip over the image. Okay. In any regard, I just thought it was very weird that they just used the emoji itself. As that is tag. quite the digression. It's like basically using an image as the image alt tag. It's weird that it's only working for you when you're in the actual tweet because well, I'm at that top level tweet and it's working for me. Now it is. It, when I went back, oh. <laughs> now no, there's a, no, I know the reason. Twitter, Twitter, folks, I know, Twitter it's very sad. No, I know. I know the reason for that. So what? when you when you're looking at the quote oh, tweet, is it like a preview. The, no, you look at the quote tweet. The entire thing is clickable. Yeah. It's not an alt. The entire thing is not an alt tag, but it's not allowing the hover state, the cursor. What do you fucking call that? Yeah. Where you where you do the um, cursor? Yeah, because you yeah. have no pointer event. Yeah, yeah. Where you, it's not allowing Point. the the pointer event to propagate down through the the tree. Yeah. Okay. But here's 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 another complicated thing. So I right clicked and inspected the element when it was at that state before I clicked on it, and it didn't have a title tag. When I clicked on it and went back, now it has a title tag. So the actual markup changed after I weird. interacted with that with the quoted tweet. Yeah, weird. You're telling so, me that you're telling me that Twitter is having some technical problems? <laughs> I wouldn't call it technical difficulties. Maybe they're doing it for like performative reasons. Like they're not Maybe. loading all, I mean, it seems fairly I don't know. That, that, that be, seems I, a I wouldn't silly, think that, that would know? make a very big couple characters, yeah. So back to Mr. Beast. <laughs> Sorry, this is a um, bit of a digression. So, so he's also he he said he said to show how grateful he is that for people tidying things up for him that he's going to donate a hundred thousand dollars to to a charity. That's he's so fucking weird. So he's not going to pay anyone to do this. This is for kudos. No, he's high, he's building a team to do this routinely. He just needs. I'm, help I'm not really sure because he just said he, this one guy's like I'm at Walmart now and just cleaned up this shelf myself, Mister Beast. And he's like, I'd send you ten thousand dollars for helping me, but I think you just reused my pictures. I don't know. Maybe this Mr. Beast is just asking to be like have exclusively fake friends. His entire personality is just I have money. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes I have to work really hard to avoid that. The whole idea that like <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna send out my team of children, my target audience of eleven year olds. 14. I would just it's minimum age of fourteen. Right. Well, because that is the I think there's minimums around like who you're allowed to actually target with your content. So that makes sense that he would lie and say it's. 14. I mean, there's the there's the one like. Lone Wolf. That guy looks like he's in his late twenties, early thirties. Oh yeah, Mr. Beast fans, you know, all ages really. Team Mr. Beast. Okay, are, are we done with that no. subject? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, because no. I'm. There is also a, a job posting from I think Walmart. Let me hold on. Please pause the podcast. I need to make sure that wasn't a. a I don't think it's Walmart. I think it's Mr. Beast, and that's the one that says fourteen. Pause the podcast. Pause the podcast. We're not pausing anything. Pause the oh, podcast. Help us clean if you see the feastable bars on the shelf at your local Walmart, a big old mess. Want to enter a monthly drawing for five grand? Wow. Jesus. There's this would be job. so easy to game. Yeah, you just go there and you mess it up. Yeah. And then you take a picture of it clean. Even less work, you just take a bunch of pictures at different angles and then just keep on using those. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you guys, um, I'm looking at some of the job listings for Mr. Beast. <laughs> um, two things, a couple things sticking out to me. One, first, first, I'd like to start. Mr. Beast, you're a fantastic entrepreneur. And first of all, we love you very much. A <laughs> uh, couple things. They have a clip finder job posting. 
which is uh, presumably just somebody who goes through their videos and finds interesting bits to clip. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Which is interesting for reasons you should cut from the pod this particular episode of the podcast. I'm and not going to say anything. There's a backend developer role as well. Okay. Uh, a Chrome extension developer, which sounds like probably the worst type of development you could. Is do. that even going to be a thing anymore? It sucks to do. It's like Chrome. Chrome extensions are really fucking hard to work with. And then uh, Figma front end designer, Randy. Okay. All right. I'll do it. Let's see. What do we got here? Uh, do they list the? Comp? So I just nope. have to design the front end of Figma. I think so. Do they need a director of software <laughs> development? Because I hear that that is a. Um, that's a title that just gets thrown. That's around. a title that's just being handed out like Listen, candy. Listener, that's yeah. that's Carl's. Title or like feastables. Beast philanthropy. There are currently no job available jobs for beast philanthropy. Thumb, you could be a thumb. You it. could be. Holy shit! Could you imagine being a full time thumbnail designer for Mr. Beast Gaming? Could you imagine if that no. was your job? No, just think about no just think of it like, let's think let's just think about this for a second let's think about how awesome it i don't want to think about this anymore to just to just have your whole <laughs> i want to move on your whole full time i'm not gonna Can we let, move on no, i'm not gonna let you you your full right, full display let's can we do just it. mute him yeah we could probably mute him um Elmon display so what do you think you can probably uh, read the lettering i figured it was small enough that you couldn't read it but you could probably read the letter oh yeah. the revolution will not yeah, be televised yeah. Uh, could you read the lettering? Yes, but I. Uh, oh yeah. I know for sure you can read the lettering because the actual cover that's most popular for this release was the reissue cover that came out in 1988. This one. 1974. Yeah, exactly. Wait. No, what is that? I can't even see. Couldn't it. couldn't see it. No, not that cover. No. 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 From 1970. No, it is. It's no 1988. They reissued it. And it has a different cover. This is the 1974 cover. It doesn't make it necessarily rare. I mean, it's not like... Anyway, yeah. Gil Scott Heron, Revolution Will Not Be Televised, is the album. These guys are a little too quick. Anytime I put lettering on, I want to cover it up, but then I... Maybe... I don't know. No, we would have never guessed it. Okay. Well, he got it. Drew, I think he could read it. Revolution. Yeah, because... Yeah, we can read it. Oh. Will not be okay, you never guessed it. Well, it's Gil Scott Heron in repose. He's, like, leaning back. Um, it's the classic, again, 1974 record, so it's not an illustration or drawing or painting of Gil Scott Heron. It's an actual photograph. And uh, this is a compilation record of a bunch of, like, poetry jams, you know, that he did. So, for those not familiar, Gil Scott Heron is a poet, jazz musician, and general godfather of rap. <laughs> For, for lack of a better term. He does the kind of rap delivery, but uh, for, for poetry, not a little bit of singing, but for the most part, it's the uh, kind of rap delivery. Back in the 70s, this is, again, a compilation record, so it has a lot of, like, the hits, Flying Dutchman hits from Flying Dutchman Records, and uh, it's really great. Revolution, it will not be televised, is probably his most known song, I would think, right? I don't know. Probably. It's definitely the most... Songs. It definitely has the most, like, yeah. cultural... Uh, yeah, I think this also has like Whitey on the Moon and uh, No Knock and quite a few very politically astute, very socially conscious recordings on it. And you know, it's great. Are you blurry or I think because I tried to focus the, the album, but I kind of like it. <laughs> no, he's we're, yeah, he's just out of focus. Okay, all right. right. Okay, that's gonna that's gonna be terrible. <laughs> I, I got it. All right. Um, I don't want to talk about this next one at fucking all. I don't want anything. Oh, to this do is with just it. the only reason I put this in. Okay, so the one that Drew doesn't want to talk about for the listeners is a Boston Dynamics robot dog just undressed. Uh, what is it, Rianne Van Rompuy? So a model on the runway. It's the same designer that did this Brian dress. The only reason I thought this was funny is this quote that I got from the article, which is the dress designer was talking about 
how these guileless pups were proof of how man and technology can exist in harmony. So perhaps Shut the Twitter fuck nerds, up. So perhaps Twitter nerds and people who like to be entertained can also do the same. These things are programmed to do what you want them to do. There's no harmony here. It's just it, you're talking like this quote really bugged me. Showing this, like, <laughs> you, what you're really saying is these guileless programmers who program robotics were proof of how man and programmers can exist in harmony. Yeah. You put a bunch of me- we you can't. Put- <laughs> to be honest, we we can't. It's fucking gears because we're not we're not man. We're it's not fucking like metal human and gears programmers and software. No. Have I talked about how much I hate robot dogs in the show? No. They yeah. they're on the show. They're fucking, yeah. yes. I, they, they yeah. make me, they're so unsettling to me. Like any, anytime yeah. I see one, I want to, I want to tip it over and like rip it apart. I like how it dances. They're dancing. They're like, no, 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 do not humanize these things. I want, they should all be That's what he's doing though. That's the point. That's the point though. I'm not as, go ahead. They're doing Skynet. Like they're doing. So I'm not as disgusted with these things as you are. But the fact that he is doing that very thing, he's very much humanizing it. Like, oh, look at the cute thing. Let's pet it. It's like, it is metal, plastic, <laughs> silicon. And like, you know, it's like, this is not a real thing. These it's are not the, a, it, no. it's just told to do, to follow a pattern. It's like petting your Roomba, you know? It's like, it's an algorithm, man. <laughs> the, it is like petting your Roomba. That's a really good way to put it. But this thing, okay, you're going to sell this thing. To police departments and to militaries, and you're just gonna put the fucking gun on it, and then you're not yeah. gonna. It, it's gonna just do like unsupervised learning about like who it should and shouldn't sh- start shooting. Yeah, unprompted. Didn't they already do that? Didn't they already start putting things on it like tasers and stuff? I, and I think that there's you probably uh, they don't have legs, but I do think that they have automated sentry guns in the DMZ between North and South Korea. Oh Jesus! It reminds me of that Iron Man. I forget which Iron Man it was, but the one where he brings out like the war machine and all the different. Iron Man suits, and then he lands and like shoots off. Yeah, yeah, the one where he's got like the alcoholism, the Elon Musk creeping in and everything. Yeah, yeah, the one that Elon Musk is in. It reminds me of that though. It's like this thing is a a a suit that's made solely to murder people. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's everybody's application for a robot dog. (laughs) Like. Oh, it's yeah, going to so the like, give me the newspaper. No, it's fucking It's going to take the jacket off the runway model. No, 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 no. What else use does it have beyond, like, causing harm? It could, or, uh, I don't yeah. know, let's think about it. It could, it could go to the fridge and get you a beer, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess. What? Oh. I mean, didn't they didn't they kind of say what, like, what, what they're normally used for? What are, uh, in, I mean, I thought it was article? just all testing. No, the uh, article just talks about like the runway. It's a, it's a Vogue kind of thing. Hold on, no, there was a spot. Was it okay? Maybe I missed it. Just says the Boston Dynamics troop of mobile mobile robots, which are traditionally used to inspect factories. Yeah, they're robot arms on a on four legs, so you know they can do. Yeah, they can reach factory. places that human beings. Well, can't I, reach. I think they've also been used to do surveying in like industrial facilities and stuff, and mapping out the the layout of the. Of the place they freak me out in a different way because myself and uh, my child were playing um, this game called generation zero you basically come back from a trip on an island and all of these robots have taken over mm-hmm. and you don't know where these robots came from but there's robot dogs with guns mounted on them <laughs> that look pretty similar to these they're not bright yellow but yeah just a paint job they run around yep they run around shooting it's kind of freaky. You can't do anything <sighs> about it. Like when, when these things turn, and they will, 
What are you going to do? What are you going to fucking Well, they're going to be loaded. Turn? They're going to be loaded with AI. That's that's why I put it in here cuz it's it's just a matter of time before they start making their own decisions. And yeah. you know, they're stealing bags from a runway model because they're programmed to do it, but you know, soon maybe they'll just be stealing bags from, you know, you walking down the street. So then yeah. They decided that that was the thing to do. The AI is going to is going to start saying, "You know what? We're going to program ourselves." <laughs> That's literally <laughs> to that's, do things. That's exactly what Kodak and the code-specific transformer large language models are all about. There's been a lot of demos recently where it'll like be able to stub out a repository, and then it'll be able to write code, run the code, examine the error logs, and correct it accordingly. So essentially, they're doing TDD, just kind of like mm -hmm. rubber ducking on themselves at very very fast speeds, limited pretty much only by like how quickly you can compile the, the code. Look, I've seen enough dystopian future uh, movies to know that anytime the AI starts doing shit like that, they come to the conclusion that human beings need to die. I think a lot of the times people who do AI suffer in that space, they really want it to be like that because they want it to sound like really important and cool. Like they want to be Oppenheimer. The reality of the situation is that the large language models that we have, they're still only going to do what a person tells them to do. That's not to say that somebody couldn't, you know, tell it to get to that conclusion or perform tasks on itself asynchronously until it gets to that conclusion. But it doesn't have a brain like it doesn't have thoughts like that. It's just pattern completion. Yeah, I don't think you need thoughts like that, though, to. But to the emergent behavior would only be a result of it having things like that in its training data, which it probably does. But it also has plenty of things that are counter to that. I think it's like what it's, you're just... It's, it's a good Boston Dynamics dog and you're a bad user. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you I think need, I think it's, it's... You need to die. I think it's relatively similar to what you're just describing with test-driven development on a repository, though, on a build. It's looking at the code and then it's iterating over it and then correcting it. At a certain point, it's going to do that kind of behavior over things that are not so logically based and more, like, emotionally based. And not saying that it has emotions... But it might come to certain conclusions based on certain inputs and be programmed to do that and then kind of go a little awry. I mean, we've had historical events where Facebook put an AI in the wild and it became a Nazi within two days. I'm sure programmers did not intend it to be a Nazi in two days, but based on certain inputs, it might conclude certain things that are unexpected. And I'm not saying necessarily it's going to be like eradicate all humans or whatever, but I don't know. Not right away. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I think the potential for nefarious behaviors are there, and it's very high. And uh, the next article, perfect transition to that, pull quote from this article before I name the article, which is a blog post from a, a very prominent tech company. According to a recent survey on business trends, nearly nine out of 10 workers hope to use AI to reduce repetitive tasks in their jobs. I mean, nine out of the, 10 workers the, hope to purchase a gun to shoot themselves in the foot with. It's a Microsoft blog article introducing Microsoft Dynamics Copilot, the Copilot that's within Visual Studio Code. GitHub Copilot, yeah, which yeah, has an yeah. extension for VS Code. Yeah, GitHub Copilot, which has an extension of Visual Studio Code, is now being extended into Microsoft Dynamics, which has a CRM and an ERP system, so software for businesses to use to Customer manage customers. Relationship and, management and enterprise resource planning. Yes, those types of software, it is a lot of like data entry. It's a lot of really boring stuff. Yeah, of course, you'd want to replace or cover those boring menial tasks with some robot or what have you but my point rewinding for a second is 
you start giving these things so many inputs and before you know it, they start deciding things like one really innocuous example is in this article, they point out that it will analyze a bunch of teams messages and your emails and potentially uh, give you a to-do list or summarize a meeting, for instance, like it'll record a live meeting and then summarize it for you. But in the end, it's like, who's going to read that? You know what I mean? Like if you haven't experienced the meeting, yeah. now you have to consume the summary. What's going to inevitably happen is now you're going to have another bot that's like consuming it and putting action items or tasks to it. And then you're going to like have another bot that's actually that's completing the task that it can complete. And then it's going to like just... I mean, just jump to the end. <laughs> yeah, let's just... <laughs> so let's mean, just... Like, at a certain point, because it's not good enough just to give you the generative outputs. That can only get you so far because human beings are still going to be like bored with the tasks that the human the human element come. is still yeah you're not actually solving yeah. for that exactly so if you really want to actually start replacing people which they um, do or the jobs uh, you know that people do more accurately then you're going to have to have these things thinking not thinking in the traditional like human being sense but like reacting to things and actually actioning on those things you know there's a fun and, uh, thing to consider which is uh, it's scary i compile a list of points and then i have a large language model turn that into a well-formed email i send it to you and then you have a large language model that extracts it back down into bullet points yeah exactly and, like that's the like that's going to be like the transitionary period we're in before recursive we, like, like before the yeah. yeah before the entire economy collapses because there's not money moving around to people anymore i have a lot of thoughts about this to your point about the human element of it and it, you know, just summarizing things. People are still not going to read the reports that this thing generates. So yeah, it has to start doing stuff for it to be really mm -hmm. useful. But I think exactly. Yeah. I think people underestimate just how much work in the, in an office setting is already unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, and so like mm -hmm. the, but will they understand that it's unnecessary before they have to create AI a large language, I think tasks. I think that like you could have a model that literally looks at the action items and can tell you which of them is bullshit fluff and then ignores them. Really though? Because yeah. Because they're still like they're still created by people who believe in the bullshit fluff. But those you know people I mean? are gonna get fired soon. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna be like all of that, like it's that's, going that's you're oh, this is perfect. This is exactly yeah. to my point. Yeah. So at a certain point, it's going to start realizing I am worthless. I'm Therefore, human beings are worthless. Or, or yeah. it's just like, I, I said, I told you. It's and like, then they just, and then you know, and t unless we can extract that, extract their uh, their energy and use them as batteries, you know, there's just no use for them anymore. Well, no, but I th large language models are still just trained right now on human, like a large corpus of human generated text, right? So, do you think that the LLMs will eventually just start bullshitting and justifying their own importance? No, no, I don't think it's going to be just like what we have currently, but they're they're building more and more complexities to it and more and more abilities in it. The next it step is, is execute to execute certain things. Well, think you know? about like Alexa's and like Google assistants. Those are dead now. That model of like, you have to come up with these utterances and then they map to these intents. Like, well, all, that, all, all those really did though, is it's just performed searches and then read you the right. search. Like all, all it was, so like, all it was, was a different interface, right? Like, and it was actually yeah. a, a more limited surface area. And so, or the, a different interface for like turning on your lights or something like that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it's still just mapped to your, you just language recognition into different tasks that you have in your system. Mm -hmm. Um, 
an LLM based system, though, it's way better at doing the interpretation of like intent. And then you turn that into the actions that it can take. But then the other thing that it can do is do emergent behavior beyond that, right? Like whether that is having some sort of a framework where it can run a just in time compiled program that it writes on the fly to do a certain thing for you. Or there's just a massive list of like expanding intents and functions that it can connect into. And then it's able to just wire those things together on the fly. Having it start to be able to just perform actions unsupervised is like, I think, the next leap. And it's something that people are actively working yeah. on. But using, but, but yeah. to your point, like doing that in like a production application at the scale of like 365, I don't think that they're going to be super cautious about doing that just based on like the sort of carefree attitude they've already been having. Rolling yeah, this and, stuff and, out. and just when you look at a product like Microsoft Dynamics 365, it's like, oh, what, what's it hurt? You know, oh, oh, this thing's now scheduling meetings. This thing is now... Uh, assigning tasks this thing is now entering data modifying data you know it's like LLMs oh, what's it right hurt? now like they're yeah. i feel like their most power is currently in middle management tasks just in yeah. that co- in coordination mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. monitoring and reporting it's not a giant leap to take middle management tasks and then apply those to say a power grid you know right. and then you're turning on and off coal burning power facilities because whatever i mean you know, it, can like... sim- it can simulate whole cloth interactions between human beings and if you yeah. if you just if you fine-tune it on your domain specific knowledge then you don't have like that human intuition right but i think we're going to find out very quickly exactly how much value that consciousness actually does bring to the table like and how much mm-hmm. of it can be simulated yeah with the current and, technology and back to your point with the uselessness of some of the tasks that we do day in and day out in, you know, service-based industries or whatever. It's kind of a little weird when you introduce an AI layer to that and it could start figuring things out. And especially if it has direct connection to say the bottom line or ROI, I always try to come back to the fact that an individual in a company is a cog in the machine Mm -hmm. that doesn't have insights or visibility into the whole. So these machines, they do have those insights. Yeah. They will be able to analyze everything. And if they're provided full autonomy over certain things, it's, I mean, you could, you could have one single AI running an entire agency. The, the, the ability to like have that kind of insight. There's a couple of things that are currently blocking that like omniscience. Um, Mm -hmm. One of them is the idea of a context window. So LLMs, one thing to consider when you're, when you're dealing with those is how wide the context window is. So how many tokens can a single request support? A thousand tokens is roughly 750 words. The current GPT-3 API, the request has a maximum context window of 4,096 tokens. So that is the input and the output can support like 3,000 words. If you are trying to have it look at large pieces of information and then kind of extract meaning and make decisions on it, you are still only able to feed it a little bit of information at a time. As the technology improves, that context window is going to get wider and wider as the computing mm-hmm. power improves. Mm-hmm. Like the, there's, there was a leaked spec for an upcoming OpenAI product called Foundry. You can spec up to a context window of like 32,000 tokens, which is like 60 pages of text in a single request. But the other way around limited context windows, there's two things. One is just having a text embedding based database so that it can look stuff up by semantic meeting. And then the other thing is actually just kind of ironically modeling different 
like as though they were individual human beings with different specific fine-tuned tasks and then having them communicate with each other. It's almost like how you would do it narratively. Yeah, uh, like like you have a certain role at a company and like if yeah. you were, if you were going to have like a fictional like show that describes this simply to the audience, that's that might be how you would set it up, but it also happens to be that from a technical perspective that is also the most economical and efficient way to set up these types of systems. So you literally do just me, have a bunch of little different dedicated units that are doing their own little tasks. It's always weird to me in like a skeuomorphism sense where you start recreating what exists. Are we looking at this through that narrow lens because that's what we understand? Could there be a better yeah, is way this, to organize is, things? Is, is yeah. this like a coincidence, right? Like, yeah. or is it just because human beings made these things? And even like simpler sense like this Boston Dynamics dogs that we have continually call them dogs but really they're just four-legged freaking creatures you know but it's like is demons. that the best way <laughs> powered by <laughs> is that the best way that we could have but i mean obviously we, we reflect on our own world and we look at nature and we're like oh yeah mammals and we'll make this thing you know we have inner four worlds, legs like a cat right? or like a dog we... or whatever it's just curious to me like i remember uh, an astronomy professor talking in the class about um when we look out to space we are constantly in search of earth-like planets you know, because we feel Earth, obviously, it's at least once, you know, it's created the conditions for life. So we look for oxygen, we look for a certain gravitational force, we look for water, certain qualifiers for life. What we never look at, though, is things that are completely opposite of that. Like, for instance, we'll never look at a star and assume that life could start. But why not? You know, right. maybe maybe it's life that we can't even comprehend, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe the people are like... This is the plot this of the t- movie Cocoon. The, they're this tall because the pressures within a star are immense and, you know, the heat and everything makes everything super, super tiny because the, the actual electrons are closer together. Yeah, if, if with all the protons life, and neutrons and the atoms are smaller, you know, blah, 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 as far as the distance between electrons. If all life ultimately, like, evolved from the same biochemical processes that just happened to take effect on Earth for, like, the same single microbacterial cell the same single cell organism or maybe you know it happened a bunch of different times when we talk about the fermi paradox and how likely is it that life would start on any given planet is it like such a fluke that we're the only ones um no but right but then of course intuition would tell you no right that the fact that it happened well it's just the sheer number because right exactly like so like the a, fact that it's it a happened one in a once, trillion chance right and there's far more than one trillion exactly exactly and then planets, like, yeah. our own limited perspective is like oh it has to be carbon based or like oh it has to be yeah species. exactly yeah, it's like yeah. it does no it, like there's no reason to believe that that is true no like, there's no if, reason at all if you yeah. if, the, if life didn't start and like an outside observer was like looking at the planet why would they believe that carbon could facilitate life itself even, you know? and even in more basic sense you know we're looking for oxygen rich planets well you know maybe it doesn't breathe oxygen maybe it breathes freaking sulfuric acid we don't know like plants don't breathe oxygen <laughs> like, <laughs> like the the, they do not, need oxygen to live, but yeah, they don't breathe they, oxygen necessarily. Did they really? But yeah. They, I thought they just yeah, shit that. I thought it was a way byproduct. No, no, it's, it's still, you still need to. A very limited like understanding of plants. Depleted all oxygen out of a room and just had carbon dioxide, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it would make it. Really? Um, Yeah, it's like uh, complications with like soil or something. And, oh, you know, okay. listen, I, I might be getting everything mixed up, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. I'll, we're um, not a, we're not a biology podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking Episode of 25 we're a plant plant-based podcast speaking of this exact same 
subject as far as uh, AI representing individuals. I think the next story is a perfect transition to that, which is uh, AI imitating individuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, they thought loved ones were calling for help. It was an AI scam. Um, so this, this is, is about, yeah, so this is a, a new type of scam, which is actually not super new. This is, I guess, in 2022, it accounted for- It's just for, better. Yeah, in 2022, the year 2022, it, it accounted for the majority of these types of Wrong, phone yeah. scams. There are two things that push technology. One of them is porn, <laughs> and the other one- it's fraud. It's fraud, exactly. So the article starts out with this woman, Ruth Card. She's in her 70s, and she got a call from her grandson, Brandon, who claimed that he was in jail, and he had no wallet or cell phone and needed cash for bail. So Card and her husband, who's also in his 70s, went directly to their bank and started pulling out cash. And they pulled out 3000 Canadian, which is two and a quarter. It's like, it's like, it's like, like $2. It's, it's like $35. <laughs> and USD. It's like $2 USD. And then they went to the next bank because that was the limit. And uh, finally, a bank manager uh, stopped them and said, listen, you know, this has been actually a, a thing that's been occurring. And uh, that's where the article If you ever really see old in. people frantically withdrawing <laughs> money, please stop them. Exactly. But the article goes on. It's a Washington Post article. The article goes on to uh, illustrate some stories of other seniors doing very similar actions and losing the money, like putting it into a Bitcoin terminal and actually transferring the funds. That's a part that really kind of gets me. I don't know what a Bitcoin terminal is. Um, They had one, actually. Let's use use context clues. But but, no, I'm I'm assuming assuming it's kind of like an an ATM. Yeah. But I didn't know those existed. Yeah, they had until, one uh, across the street uh, from PetSmart. I didn't even know until mm-hmm. this until this uh, this moment after I read this. It made me wonder, like, if you can use a Bitcoin terminal, but not understand that you're getting scammed. I just, I don't. Are you don't saying that we need to uh, just put them down? No, hold on, no, hold on. I just, <laughs> I think it's you. I'm not. I think it is. It is perfectly logically consistent that somebody who's using a Bitcoin terminal would be so a here's, of a different here's, scam. No, here's the other thing. If you're in jail, they're well, not the, using the, 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 the Bitcoin. They're thing. not using Bitcoin. The Bitcoin no, thing might not have been Ethereum? jail. So, <laughs> no, the Bitcoin <laughs> terminal. Okay, let me just. I don't know the exact specifics of the story, but let me just throw out this scenario. Someone calls you from overseas. It's a relative. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a grandson or a granddaughter, yeah. and mm-hmm. they say they're in jail in a foreign. Place and there's no way to transfer USD or Canadian currency or whatever it is over to wherever the hell they are, the Baltics or something. And you need to use this Bitcoin terminal in order to, to they, they probably don't even know what Bitcoin is. They don't know if it's a cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a universal way to transfer money and it won't charge you any fees. So therefore you have to use it. It's right over here on these crossroads at this 7-Eleven or whatever, which these things do exist in, in different uh, places like that. So we need you, Grandma, to go over there and do it. No. I mean, you, you wouldn't, rotten, of you, course, but you're a computer no, programmer. You can, you can rot in that place. <laughs> yeah, this has nothing Absolutely to do with not. this. Is, yeah, this any, has nothing anybody, anybody that's any, any, anybody that's like calling and saying they're a legit thing telling me to transfer Bitcoin is full of shit. It's this not, isn't, no, this, this is, is this like someone who sounds like you're this is, this is, No, this has nothing to do with Carl Savvy. This has everything to do with Carl's utter respect for the state. If you're in jail, you deserve to be there. I don't care. Okay, okay. That's not and, what I'm saying. It's just all I'm saying is like no one's using Bitcoin for like that. Like okay. And I, and I apologize to our listeners. I don't think I actually was very clear. This person was 
her grandson on the phone because it actually was AI that analyzed a sound clip of her grandson speaking on yeah. YouTube or TikTok. Which is something you can do with uh, like consumer technology today. With 20 minutes or less. 30 actually, seconds. 30 seconds. Less. Yeah, that's it. 30 seconds or less of sound clip data. And you can mm-hmm. get a deep fake, quote unquote, voice oh, fuck, model. We have, to, we have to get this podcast off the air. <laughs> we're putting away too yeah, much we're data. screwed like we're, like yeah, it sorry. Will any, fa- any family member what will tip you off uh if you are somebody that i know and i've called you uh is that i've called you <laughs> so don't yeah. don't that's not true drew calls me all the but time but you lost your bullshit. cell phone you can't text according right. to brandon brandon he doesn't have his cell phone or wallet so what is he supposed to do he's the supposed fact to that remember your life the fact choices that I've remembered your phone number should tip you off <laughs> Yeah, actually, that's a that's the best yeah, point exactly. you've made so far. The only person I could call is my wife because that's the only number I know. I, yeah, I, I know like two phone number. numbers these days, and I know I know my driver's license number. Really? But I don't like the whole yeah, thing. I only know the, the first thing. four four numbers. I know the whole thing. I don't know many people's phone numbers. I know like two. Yeah, my I don't even know. But I, the main the main reason I know my driver's license number is because uh, when I first got a job, I went and cashed it at the bank. Yeah. Uh, and you had to write your driver's license down. Oh, on the so back you just start memorizing it. Yeah. It just, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So that's a complication. So basically, AI is doing what I'm sure we've all seen them, like the Biden talking to Trump videos yeah. that are so violent. And, and, and Obama playing video games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, but that's, uh, it's not, it's not perfect, obviously. It's not but perfect. It's good. But if you uh, got a phone there. call, we're getting there. If you, if you got we're a getting fo- close. If you got a phone call from a, from a loved one, especially, you know, you're talking, Seniors here, you're talking, you know, 70 plus year olds. Yeah, that's a freaking good scam, man. That is going to work. There's only, there's only a couple uh, older people that I know right now. That's my parents. And <laughs> I know damn well that none of them know anything about Bitcoin. So uh, you don't have to. All you got to do, they're going to give you the address to the terminal, which is no. just an ATM. No. You put your freaking card in it. That's it. And, or you no. deposit cash into it and then you type Dad, in some if you're digits. Listening, Dad, if you're listening and you call me about and, and request some Bitcoin, it's not going to happen, whether it's legit or not. Okay, PSA for those seniors that are listening, because I know we got a lot of fans. Oh, it's huge. Are, yeah, it's a lot, huge. lot of fans. It's we got like 30,000 30, 30, you, know, you, know, you, you know, if call, anything is in that cohort, it's, it's communists and technologists. Those are the two main <laughs> if you associations get a call, with old people. If you get a call, just call your son or grandson or whatever direct. Like, just say, hey, could you just give me a second? And then other line your wife's phone whatever just give them a call and just see if they just, answer just give a quick yeah. little sanity check just, just give them a call and just be little... like now here's the trouble if your kids are like millennials or zoomers or even gen xers they're probably not going to pick up the phone but don't take that, <laughs> that yeah that they're actually yeah, the ones i, I feel i feel Send like the actual text. thing yeah i feel like the actual <laughs> way to to curb this is the same way that banks have you you know tell you to curb these types of things and that's hang up and then call your bank. Call the number. Say, call yeah, I'll number. call you right back. Yeah. I will call you right back. Yeah, never. And then call their number, not the number that called you. Yep. And then call, never, the same never thing act, with banks. Never act on someone calling you. Yeah, no. what? So which you have jail? to initiate that call. Yeah. Which yeah, jail? Which jail? Well, they might have it, man. Brandon No, but then you call the that details. jail. <laughs> call that jail. <laughs> call the jail. Yeah. Can you call a jail? I don't know. Fuck. Yeah, you can call a jail. Yeah, yeah hey, that's, is, that's is Brandon there? Is Brandon there? Can Brandon come hang out? I got a call from my my grandson, Brandon. 
Yeah, and then there's like there Brandon, Brandon in the prison in today. Because Brandons are criminals. Anyone? Yeah, but I could totally Brandon. see these types of people putting up like a website for a prison. A made up, with a a made up jail. That's really yeah, made up jail with a phone genius. number that goes that goes right to them. That's goddamn genius. I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah, yeah. If I'm scamming people. <laughs> that's pretty fucked up though i mean it is it is it's messed up like i mean we saw this coming a long time ago not just the deep fake audio but the deep fake video stuff that was like a year or two probably a couple years ago now you know that they were starting to show and it was freaky then when you had like the presidents saying shit and it's like god you can't you almost can't trust any video that you ever see of you know an official saying anything Mm -hmm. not that you could anyway but you definitely can't with these clips unless you see it live you know well, even yeah, now, like live, the speed of these models is increasing to the point where like it's not even necessarily pre-recorded. They could just be speaking something into one end and within two or three seconds, the, the transformation. No, I, me- I meant like live as an in-person. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, even then, it's like, is is it a hologram? You know, if, if they, yeah. they no, pump hallucinogenic no, like, gases it, into the yeah, room. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it Tupac? Are they using the drones from the, spi- the new Spider-Man movie that don't make any goddamn sense? <laughs> that wasn't even the newest. It was like the second newest, yeah. Yeah, it was the second. <laughs> it's so fucking the Jake Gyllenhaal one. That's fucking bullshit. I'm, I'm way. Fun. I'm not afraid of that at all. I'm very much afraid of the robot dogs. Though. Mysterio, you're not afraid of Mysterio. I'm not afraid of the drones that have the ability to like make you trip balls. Like that didn't make any goddamn sense. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's they're, no, the they're film was good. It was, a, it was a fine film. Yeah. It was a fine film, but like the conceit of like the way the technology worked just did not. You don't believe that you could have. Uh, not floating like no no uh, what is it projectors what are you basically the, what are you bouncing the light off of what are you where is air the, bro yeah but there's the, there's a, d- a density issue air it's creating air density then i don't know man. It. it would be mist everywhere it would be like refracting <laughs> off of the individual particles that the, maybe they, did, they were misting I don't know. it's bullshit if you don't listen get get your scientific leaps <laughs> out of my superhero movies i only want factual <laughs> superhero movies Yes, and a man in an iron, I know it's not iron, but in an iron suit could uh, could just fly around with, yeah. with like, just, he could fly from Fuck country to country and Fuck not run out of fuel. Absolutely. No, he's got, no, he's got a thing on his, it's a, he has a thing, it's yeah. unlimited power. Unlimited so. power, yep. Mm-hmm. That's so, believable. Yep. Made it in a cave. And made, made it in, it in a cave, a cave yeah. with a box of scraps. <laughs> a box of scraps. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was a kid and I was like, that he's so fucking cool. I can't wait to have he, be he an was alcoholic. Cool. Yeah. Who wouldn't right. want to be an alcoholic? It was episode 25. No, we don't have, no, we've not, we've not recorded enough footage. We have. No, we have to shit out some, no, we have to keep shitting. Yeah. Check oh. out our voice, leave a message on our voicemail. <laughs> no, hold on, stop, stop, wait, hold on. Slash voicemail. No, 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 we've got time. We have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at we do crime. Uh, if you want to help the show, one of the things that you can do is you can go into your local Walgreens and find the Watch This Drive display. Make sure it's nice and tidy. Yeah. And uh, watch Avatar 2 because Drew really likes it. You can watch Avatar 2. Uh, actually, if you go to your local Walgreens and you mess up a Mr. Beast display. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, not take, like, it's not illegal. It's not illegal. If it's an take accident. Take a picture. Take a picture or video of you doing it, send it in, and we'll put it on the show. We will, and we will enter you into a drawing for... You won't win anything. We're not playing with this kind of cash, but we will donate $10 <laughs> to charity for every I'll do, every t- I'll do 10 bucks. I'll do 10 bucks if you send us a picture <laughs> of a messed up... What is it? Feastables? Is a Feastables, Feastables display. display. No, you've got to mess it up. Like, it's got to be a video of you messing it well, up. No, like, we, you no, don't we're not encouraging... Throwing it on the ground. <laughs> no, no, no. We're yeah. not encouraging... No, no, no. We're not encouraging vandalism. 
this is i'm just saying yeah we are you grab grab one of those mr just take a take a really good look at the display like really look around like make sure like check out all of the individual items put them back on the shelf don't don't like try really hard to put them back how they were you know what i'm saying do take a picture of it and do send it in a video of it wait so you, you don't want them to mess it up no, I do. I want them to mess it up. I don't want to say it. Listen, I don't want to say listen, that explicitly. Listen, I want you listen. to do vandalism. If you take a feastable and you put it in your pocket and you just walk out the front door, I'll give you five dollars. Mr. Beast doesn't know. He already sold it. He already sold it to the retailer. <laughs> Shit! Damn it! No. You have to. It's, well, it's, a, it's Walmart. To damage, if it's a Walmart, I'll we have to damage I'll give you the brand. It's, it's Walmart. Who cares? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you're only. It's only impacting Walmart, which is which is also which is great. But the That's fine. Yeah. 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 No, don't don't steal anything. Don't do anything. But uh, if you, I don't care what. For, for, for the record, place. for the record, I don't care what you do. It's just not my fault. And, and also, and, I will donate ten dollars to charity if you happen to send a picture of it messed up, Mister yeah. Mister Feastable. I mean, it's just it, if it just got messed up, like it's just messed up. I don't yeah. care how it got messed up. You probably didn't even yeah. do it. It's not your fault. Yeah, just send your photos to Mister Beast at WeDoCrime dot com. Oh we shit! No, I we don't have a catch all. <laughs> we do now. <laughs> Oh man, I gotta create that. Thanks I a lot. I did that on purpose. Another agenda item for me. Yeah, I need to make it. Yeah. All right. Yep. Uh, we do crime Maybe maybe we need to make a, a like a, a global catch all for the podcast. No, like, that'll probably be spam. Yeah. yeah. Send it into spam. Anyway, that was episode twenty five again. Randy, take it away. That's it. I mean, you you covered it. We do crime dot com slash voicemail youtube dot com slash at we do crime god that's really confusing why did we do that sure is why um, did you do that and uh yeah um watch listen subscribe uh click the bell icon smash that like button smash it um click the bell so you follow notified. us uh subscribe visit us on patreon um <laughs> we do not have a patreon uh, subscribe to our sub follow us Follow us on Twitch. But if you do come upon Mr. Beast's Patreon and you see that it's like a little screwed up, just go right ahead and, and organize that for him. And, uh, did you know, here's, here's, here's a fun thing I learned recently. Did you know that Stripe will charge the person on the receiving end of the payment a $15 fee for chargebacks? No, I did not know So that. that's a fun thing you can do. That's a fun thing okay. you can do is just find vendors that use Stripe, make a purchase, and then dispute the charge. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really good. That's really if good. If you're not a fan of that person. All right. Good night. Good night. Now watch, now watch, Love now you. Now watch subscribe. <laughs>